Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. My son Caleb got to see some of the not-so-pleasant side of the cattle business this week. At 14 years old, he had never seen me use a calf puller. Never seen how difficult it is to pull a 110-pound backward calf from a second calver, especially when the puller breaks and you have to try and finish your job by hand. Then he had a little experience assisting me in attempting to reinsert the calf bed in the young cow, which she had thrown out while we were unsuccessfully trying to revive the calf with mouth to nostril resuscitation and CPR, and then got to listen in on the conversation with me and my veterinary as we caught up on the local news while I assisted the vet in returning the cow's uterus to its appropriate location. I've read commentary by advocates of later calving that you simply do not have calving troubles when you calve in sequence with nature. This may not be 100% accurate, and it is not much more pleasant overheating while going through a job like this than it is when the temps are below freezing. It does seem like I remember this kind of wreck being more common earlier in my cowboy career when we figured on pulling at least 10% of the calves from the cows and a much higher percentage of that from the heifers. So if Caleb has gone as many years as he has without seeing a genuine calving wreck, we might be on the right track. Maybe the take-home lesson here is that if the perfect cow existed, the Lord would not need near as many cowboys to take care of these critters. And even on a bad day, near the end of a less than stellar calving season, I'm still grateful that the Lord allows me to be in the livestock business. I'm seeing a few parallels in my ranching career and my life before I knew the Lord. I still have memories of the struggles in my old life, and there are times since following Him that things have not gone just like I think they should, but I would never want to go back. Births Witnessed in that barn In the hundreds, I suppose. Each one an affirmation of the vocation He had chose. They came in for a reason they were not there by chance. If help was needed, he would be there. That's the way he ran his ranch. This should have been an easy one, a heifer with back feet showing. She hadn't been pushing very long, and he had no way of knowing how the night would play out, that fate would tip its hand. It probably wouldn't have mattered, though it's hard to understand. Tonight he used the pullers, not like his younger days when he would stretch his sinews, those were a young man's ways, and tonight he worked alone, no one in the house to call. He had missed her all the time since she'd passed on in the fall, the winter, long, cold, and lonely. The cattle helped him cope. And it was springtime now, and spring always brings new hope. His mind was on the heifer, the calf's hips were coming through. Speed was all that mattered, to Terry would not do. The calf wasn't coming easy against the puller he did strain, with each click of the handle calculating in his brain the time that had elapsed since the calf's cord had been broke. At last the heifer gave him up, but there was no gasp or choke. The calf was quickly in the air by its back feet. It swung two pounds of calf to three of man till dizziness had rung the ability to swing not even one round more. 
They landed on a pile on the stall straw-covered floor. He placed his ear against the calf's side, a cowboy stethoscope, and now he had a slimy ear and a little bit of hope. He knelt down at the calf's head, held the mouth shut with his hand, and blew into a nostril till he saw the ribs expand. And then he pushed the ribs back down, and then again he blew, until he was exhausted. He'd done all that he could do. He placed his ear back on the rib cage and listened for the heart and heard a steady beating, the beating of a new life start. Then his world went silent. Lord, it must have hit him fast. Who knew the breath he pushed into that calf would be his very last? Somehow it seemed fitting, his passing in those cedar walls, instead of walls of brick and glass and antiseptic halls. I'm sure that some would not agree and don't share my belief, would say he paid too high a price for just another head of beef. Look close, see the reflection of something greater there. He is our God. We are the people of his pasture and the flock under his care. Psalms 95, 7. I'd like to remind everyone of the Rodeo Bible Camp coming up at Mason City June 23rd through the 26th. This camp is open to young men and women ages 12 to 18, and we would sure love to hear from anyone that would be interested in participating. Give Don Shotta a call at Comstock or contact me, and I'll sure get you some more information. Thanks for riding along this morning on Homegrown. Hoping the Lord blesses you real good today, that he's raining at your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.